Let's talk about the decoms. Let's talk about the D. Let's talk about the decoms. We're talking about the D. Hi, and welcome to Talk About the D, the DCOM podcast where we watch all DCOMs and see what they're about, or in my case, watch for the first time, see if they're any good. I'm Emily Keane, and as always, I have my co-host, Lizzie Goodman here. Hi, Lizzie. Hi, how's it going? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's excellent. And we have special guest, Eric Tate here. Hi, Eric. Hey, guys. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, we're going to do Halloween Town 2, mm-hmm. you know, special episode. Two in October, my God. I forgot it was called Halloween Town Extravaganza. Yes. Based uh, as the... Halloween uh, Townaganza. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say part of the House of Extravaganza. Oh, yes. Halloween Town. That's how I... Can, that would go. be... If oh. I was in that house, I would be mm. Halloween Town. House of Halloween <laughs> Town. So I would be Halloween, Halloween Town, Town Extravaganza. <laughs> is Lizzie's drag queen it's name. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Um, Eric, what draws you to this movie, if anything? <laughs> um, the strangest thing is that I remember this one better than the first one. Mm-hmm. I've seen the third one. I have not seen the fourth one. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to spoil anything, but there's probably a moment in this movie that like I really enjoyed and may- might have made me a writer. When I was looking <laughs> back, I'm like, oh my god, I wrote a script that like is based off of one part of this. Wow. That's really neat. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, yes, we were discussing, um, like, Emily, for example, really responds responded to Toy Story 2 more than Toy Story 1. And we were saying that, like, yes, for some of us, the sequels came out at it more, like, we were more... Well, this more... one was 2001, mm-hmm. whereas the last one was 98. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Wow, so, that's a long time between That's a three-year gap. Yeah. Which is why all the kids in this movie are now full adults. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Um, but Debbie Reynolds looks like the same. Oh, of course. Which is great. At a certain point, three years doesn't really make any difference. Well, because I, but... I think that I have seen Halloween Town 3. I don't remember any details about it, but I believe I have seen it because I remember thinking, oh my gosh, Debbie Reynolds looks older here. Like, all okay. of a sudden, she looks different. Because then I watched Halloween Town 4 just for fun. Um, I got, like, halfway through it. And... Um, it, they've like soft they've like touched her up so that she looks okay. the same as she does in the first two movies. Is she the only one that's still in the last one? Debbie Reynolds? No, Dylan is as well. <laughs> and the mom. Oh. Wow. Okay. They didn't bring Sophie back and they didn't ask Kimberly J. Brown to be in it. Ouch. And she was like Yeah, Kimberly J. Brown was like, What the fuck? <laughs> Kimberly J. Brown now has an Etsy store. I've said this before, I'll say it again, where she sells Halloween <laughs> merchandise. Wow. She sells stuff that says like being normal is vastly overrated. And I uh, I say more power to her. Well, I know great. what someone's getting for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um speaking of Kimberly J. Brown, when I was looking like doing research for this episode, I saw she's dating the guy who plays Cal in this movie. No. Yeah, but like I they're think, dating now. I think I saw. I think when I googled like Halloween Town, it it an article about that popped up. It was like Halloween Town's favorite couple, and I was like, didn't he like die? Like, <laughs> it was like they they didn't date for this. <laughs> Not really. That's like, so. F- I was just about to ask you. I was like, Eric, surely you're mistaken. They're married, and you're you were like, no, no, no. You already they just started dating. Well, that wow. is bizarre. <laughs> they met eighteen years ago. <laughs> 
and now they're dating. You know what? Maybe it's just like they were star-crossed and, and now it's their time. Let's see what their age gap is. Is it something weird like our other ones? Um, Let's see. I think that they were... Kimberly J. Brown was, I think, like 17 when this she came yes. out. She was about 16, 17. Yeah, and she's playing a 15-year-old, so that's not so bad. That's not and bad. he is six years older than her. I think that Kimberly... So, yeah, he's six years older so than her. So he was 23. So yeah. it's the same as... Yeah. It's um, not great. But they weren't... Well, wrong. that might be why they didn't get together then. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what I was thinking was, I don't know, I mean, they obviously should have asked Kimberly J. Brown back, but, like, so in the fourth movie, Dylan is clearly 30 years old. Like, that <laughs> actor is 30 years old, and he is 30 years the, the actor and the character, well, the character's supposed to be 18. Eesh. He's actually, what's crazy to me is he's actually younger than, he looks way older than Sarah Paxton because he mm-hmm. is, but that character is supposed to be younger than be younger than Marnie, which is in the fourth movie very confusing because he looks yeah. so old. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is that the kids for the first, I think, two movies are just about they look okay. And then because the third movie is supposed to take place like, what, a year after this movie, but it was, you put more years in between them, the actors are aging, where <laughs> the characters aren't supposed to age. Got it. And it's a mess. So. I wonder why they waited so long. Like, they could have pump these out a lot faster yeah it felt like they were like jumping on that like harry potter what was harry potter out? it could have been tw- it 2000 out, it came out at the end of this year and this came out in october so it actually wouldn't have come out yet okay it came out at like christmas oh, 2001 wow. but it a- could have been the hype for it because people were hyped for the harry potter yeah. movie yeah i mean the been... books there would have been like yeah. four yeah. At that point. yeah yes yeah i think so. you're exactly right that's probably exactly mm-hmm. why they didn't they didn't do one before, even though it was popular. But I I I think they thought it wasn't practical to do a sequel. Yeah, because I was like, there's a like very a lot of Harry Potter in this world. A lot mm-hmm. of like I felt like charmed mm-hmm. in the like family. Yeah. And um, what else? Yeah, there were definitely a lot of things, sort of magic, witchy related yeah. things around this time. I feel and just, just like in general, the, yeah. yeah. Just writing off of Kimberly Jane Brown's like star power from the first one, and like Quince, which happened right after that. Yeah. Yeah. Was that right after? It was like ninety eight for Halloween Town one, two thousand for Quince, and then right. two thousand one, mm-hmm. which to me is really interesting because she looks like a a grown up in this, whereas in Quince mm-hmm. she still looks like, and maybe yeah. they maybe they kind of made her look a little bit younger, but she looks like a kid. Her and Dylan look. 10 years older in this yeah and they're like hammering home that that halloween party that everyone has to be at like Mm -hmm. this entire movie so Mm -hmm. like what grade are they in yeah so weird because they're definitely yeah like what is she meant to be like ninth grade or she's 15 so what is that like uh sophomore Sophomore, probably so 10th yeah okay so he's probably eighth I think he's only a year younger. Okay. In the actual literature, he's 12 and she's 13. Okay. okay. And then Sophie's 10. She seems, she seems a lot younger than I know. that. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, well, in this one, not as much. But in the first one, she seemed like six. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong about that. Let me look it up really fast so that we know what their difference is. Um, yeah, I know. Like, it's at the high school. 
Um, yeah, it was also so, yeah, a high school dance. Yeah. Definitely. But like, yeah. everyone had to be there for this dance. Well, but also, they had too. a party before the They dance. did, which was so weird. <laughs> was like, and why? that was a huge party. It was a massive party. I was like, why are you having a party? Okay, Sophie's. Before. <laughs> Sophie's seven. Okay. And Dylan is 12. Dylan's okay, only a year sense. behind her. Yeah. In the first one? Yes. Okay. 13, 12, and 7 are their ages, so you can scale so that So they're up. meant to be three years older? Yes. In, okay. Yeah, in Halloween Town. Yeah, they're meant to be two years older. Two years older. Okay, so he's 15, 14 and she's yes. 15. And, so and Sophie's nine. 10. And Sophie's obviously older than 10, in, to me at least, in the second movie. Yeah. As a 12-year-old, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what happens when you, like, yeah, when you want to do a franchise. I mean, they got lucky with Harry Potter, but, you know, you're... Kids grow at different, like, one kid's going to look older and one kid's going to look younger because they don't age the same. Yeah. Yeah. Boys, like, shoot girls or girls get really tall sometimes and boys look, like, we were talking about that in in one of the movies, I think it was Ultimate Christmas Present, where it's, like, the girls look like beautiful (laughs) young women and the boy they like is, like, this little shrimpy. He looks like a child. (laughs) Because they really are 11. They cast 11-year-olds. But and it's like, why do you like him? You got you, you guys are so pretty. But it is and he's like such a we, loser. Sort of, we sort of forget that when you were that age, like yeah. the the boys that I would have been into when I was twelve probably did look like children yes. to adults. It's like completely even though yeah, like even the ones I was dating in high school were probably probably looked yeah. like children to adults. Yeah, <laughs> I do think, and the reason why, like, we should really get into the movie, but the reason why is because we do like sexualize girls and we make them look older mm-hmm. and then that's why there's always this not one of the reasons why we have this gap between the female leads and the male leads is because the female leads always look a lot older than they are so that you have to get a male who looks equivalently old and he's yeah, usually the, that makes sense a well, lot it's, older it's also because girls go through puberty differently yeah so we have all of that growth spurt and like growing into our bodies a lot earlier yeah as boys it's like pretty late Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well and i think that's why i think because of that they're like well i i think that media is like well it's okay to like make them make sexualize them basically it's because they look like what i think a 17 year old should look like when they're still 14 yeah well you're basically in largely your adult body by the time you're sort of 14 Mm -hmm. Whereas that is not the case for boys. Yeah, at all. it's very much, very much. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even. They take to like twenty. Like. Right. Yeah, I didn't grow a mustache until I was like twenty-two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My brother's thirty, and he still can't grow a mustache. Keens <laughs> um, are not a hairy people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just genetics. Um, so yeah, we open, and so the so so it's Halloween again. Yes, yes. once again, it's Halloween. Yeah, it's two years later. Two Halloween. years later, they're having a massive party. Even though Gwen still is a Not... wet bl- and Dylan still she, wet blankets. They're still against yeah, they it, hate even though it Halloween. But they're having a Halloween party. I, I honestly, I think it's because they don't. I think she's I, she's against Halloween Town. But now, okay, with Halloween, because that's when the grandmother, that's when Aggie comes back each year. Well, so she lives, Aggie lives with them now. Oh, she lives with them now. lived with them for two years. That's why she has her own room. Right. I think Gwen is still anti, she's like, I think they're having that Halloween party because Marnie and and Aggie wanted to have a Halloween Mm. party. And Sophie, it really does feel like Gwen is just completely put upon, Gwen's the mom, by the way, and Dylan is like, 
has to like is handing out party favors but he would rather be anywhere else because he's not even dressed up of course they put him in like a sweater vest isn't that such a classic like i feel like disney movie trope especially but just sort of like kids movie trope of in the sequel everything that was learned in the first one is forgotten it it really i don't remember being bothered by it obviously when i was little but it bugged me in this one because probably because i watched it back to back yeah (laughs) like nothing has changed you guys like it's the same Eric, yeah, I couldn't really remember how they ended the first movie, but I thought they were, like, a lot more forward than they were. Yeah. But, like, this movie also takes place in, like, four hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's is... true, because they're having a party before a dance at the school. Yeah. That ends at midnight. <laughs> there were so many things. It's like, so when is it starting? At, like, 9 p.m.? Yeah. I was like, what school? This, yeah, this dance would start at 6, yeah. and it would be over by 10. <laughs> like... Ten if you're lucky. Yeah, oh like that, that would, would probably be start at five. In, in Missouri, it would start at five and end at nine. But yeah. they were definitely there until midnight, right? Because that's yes. when the door was supposed to close. They, they had it down to from be there sixty. Mid- <laughs> that's right. It's eleven fifty nine, and they start counting down as yeah. we all do. Yeah. On, on Halloween. On Halloween. Down yeah. <laughs> It's so spooky now. I'm like, it's technically tomorrow. It's 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 the all only safe time day. you count down to midnight is if it's the night before someone's birthday <laughs> or it's New Year's Eve. Yeah, or New Year's Eve. Yep. The only other time where I would maybe notice the time is if it's the night where you change like on or off daylight savings yeah. time yeah. and you're awake <laughs> late enough to see the clock change. Like Yep. <laughs> Which is only a modern thing now because it automatically does it instead of having to physically change the clock. <laughs> um, you're exactly um, right. But this movie was great because it answers the question like, what if a fuckboy had magic powers? Oh my god, there you're you right. Jeez, I hadn't thought about it. A fuckboy and the son of a fuckboy exacting revenge for his fuckboy father. Yeah. yeah. Which was fantastic. Yeah. It's like he walks into the room and I'm like, this guy's clearly a villain. He's hitting <laughs> on this girl in front of her mom, and they just met. I, I, I was like, my memory of it was like, Cal's like kind of hot. Like, she should be, like, I can't, I, of course she's into him. And in this, as it, and now with adult sensibilities, mm-hmm. I'm like, I get the worst vibe from Cal. I get the And he wants to look vibe. around the house and look in the grandmother's room, mm-hmm. and that's always a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he's clearly older than Marnie. And Marnie's, like, just smitten with him, but, I mean, like, I guess he's probably only meant to be, like, a year older. Yeah, maybe. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because his dad was dating her mom, in theory. Yeah, right. so they're comparable. About the same age. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they're meant to be the same age, but to, but to me, because he physically, to me, he looks older. I mean, he was older. He was six years older than her. Like, to me, I just yes. got, I always get weird vibes. Yeah. 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 I'm sure if I had been a parent watching this, it's, I would have been like, I hope this tells my child, like, don't, if someone is a lot older than you, like, they, maybe they are a predator. <laughs> like, maybe don't hang out with them. I feel like they need storylines like that a lot more. Yeah. And things to be like, you should, until you're like, honestly, over 20, mm-hmm. you shouldn't really date anyone that, like, at most is two years older than you. Yeah. Like, it's almost like, always a bad idea. It's yeah. all, I'm, I'm going to say it's always a bad idea. Like, <laughs> They yeah. probably it's don't. Just, yeah. It's just weird. It's like, why would you want... I've never understood anyone, man or woman, that wants to date someone that is significantly younger than them like yeah. that. I'm like, what the... What yeah. do they talk about? <laughs> it's so boring. <laughs> when I try to talk to 20-year-olds 
that I'm not trying to date. I'm like, <laughs> wow, we really can't talk about anything because yeah. I'm worried about income and taxes and things. <laughs> and you're yeah. just like, we're, I'm trying to buy this new kind of makeup. And I'm like, I, I don't <laughs> care. I can't relate. <laughs> yeah. I ran into an 18-year-old who was like lost in El Segundo, wow. which is like something that's happened to me when I was 18. <laughs> but I helped him, and I was just like, I hate you. <laughs> you were definitely me yeah. 11 years ago, but I hate you so much. <laughs> I, I hate just have. <laughs> I hate who I I always was. feel like <laughs> such an old woman when I'm trying to give advice. Like when I'd be interning as like the sage 27-year-old. Right. And they're like 20 and I'm trying to be like yeah your problems don't matter at all <laughs> focus on this and they'd be like no but see I'm like no you don't see <laughs> I'm trying to tell you what matters <laughs> they'd just be like these classes like I have to do all this stuff I'm like the classes mean nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway yeah. that's um, bad and, yeah. Yeah. and Cal's bad yeah. so I thought that that was going to be like kind of glossed over that he was really creepy at the beginning but it yeah. turned out that he, they show he's the villain like 10 minutes into the movie yeah very quickly yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's like what's the story here because he steals be? that yeah. book almost immediately yeah mm -hmm. and then how do they end up getting to halloween town are they just like we should go visit is that aggie is like aggie hasn't They're been in go... two years i think mm -hmm. or maybe she went the pre no she said she whoa are they doing something they're gonna go they're check on her house yeah because, they go to check on the house because remember they get the bag she's she's giving out party favors mm -hmm. and the bag is empty and she's like that means this is tied to my house in halloween town something must be something's wrong, wrong. Mm -hmm. i see yeah so they they go to the bus stop. the bus isn't working mm -hmm. so they can summon the portal which they do but they can only summon the portal i guess during hollow i don't fucking understand do they, they do they notice they that her book is missing before that no. No? She, remember, they're like, I have a great, they're at Halloween Town. Mm -hmm. She says, I have a cure for the gray spell. It's in my spell book. They get on the headphone. They ask mm -hmm. Dylan to check. And, the and it's not bad. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, where were yeah. you? Um, <laughs> where was I? Oh, yeah. they Because they were going to do the spell and they couldn't oh, do the spell. Oh, summoning the so, portal. Yeah. So they had to do it together. Yeah. Which was like, why didn't you just do that just in the first place? Just do that place? in the first yeah. place. Yeah. And what are the rules about? So I always thought the tension was that there's only one bus. There's one bus that takes people to the mortal world. There's one bus that. But apparently there's some window of time that mm -hmm. ends at midnight and starts from some time that in movie one, the bus is coming back and forth to. Um, and that in movie two, you can open the portal during that window. Because mm -hmm. when Gwen like shows up in Halloween Town 1, I couldn't remember how it worked. But when Gwen shows up in Halloween Town, and I was like, oh, okay, there are multiple buses, obviously. Cause she, unless she summoned the portal. But I think you need two people to summon the portal. So I think she must have caught the bus. <laughs> and that means that Gwen figured Needlessly out... Needlessly complicated. Well, before, <laughs> before midnight... Because they have to catch the bus back. Also, Halloween Town only takes, takes place in a matter of hours, and they kind of they kind of um, brush it off because, like in the mortal world, a lot of time passes, but in our world, not that's that much right. Time passes. Yes, because that's when they're like, if we don't get back through, we'll have to wait a year. Yeah, in Halloween Time Town, which, which will could be which will feel yeah whatever. like ages. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just thought I just. As someone, I've talked to Keen about this before, like, I really appreciate, like, a set of rules that mm -hmm. are indestructible. 
Yeah. Um, which is what I don't like about the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, is that they can't, they don't <laughs> the have any... rules change all they, the time. Yeah, there's just no rules. I feel like when you're dealing with stuff like this, it is important to have rules that are strict. Yeah. Like, even something as bad as Twilight still has specific rules mm-hmm. yeah. that they can't break. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even if you don't agree with their vampire law, it still works within that, Yeah. like book and movie it's still cons- yeah at least that's consistent but i wonder if there's even like a bible like a halloween town bible that got passed from one to two because it's like probably a completely mm. different room yeah yeah well it, no. i mean the tone was obviously very different this one is super dark yeah um, there's like zero time spent in halloween town i have <laughs> like, to say and when like, it is it's all of the where they've been like gray yeah. or whatever yeah. so it was really boring it's really boring that's and also i don't know if you noticed i guess they couldn't get the set but the set with the pumpkin is completely different the, with the jack-o'-lantern in the mm-hmm. town square. That town square is not the same town square from movie one. Movie one had this beautiful open, it's a circle. It's like a it's like a Maybe circle. Maybe that's why they came up with this story. Yeah, Maybe. They could that. get away they, with when, it. It's it's like a complete... We only see it at the very it's end. It's still a square, but it's just like buildings on either side. It's like doesn't have any of the charm of the... Uh, there's like a gazebo, you know what I mean? It was very yeah. like yeah. Stars Hollow. Yeah. And the one in, and that's... Yeah, maybe they couldn't get the set and I'm they just... I'm thinking they didn't have a lot of money for this movie because it is like very normal for mm-hmm. a lot of this t- time. And like it's literally just Marnie and Aggie, like half the movie. Yeah. And... Um, there's a moment in, oh, when they do, when they're looking through the house to try and find the book, instead of like a montage, it's just sped up to like 1.5 yes, times. Yes, yes. So like which, maybe funnily they enough, no money. Right. they did that in yes. Quince, which is oh. another, <laughs> they did a time lapse where they're putting together the nursery. I, I and did write a note that was up. like, classic speeding up the scene while they look for things. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I think they spent money, if I had to guess, I'd say they spent money on um, the location of the gym and all the extras. <laughs> Um, the tiny that, bit of um, VFX the that VFX, they have. Yeah. The VFX of the of Cal's stuff. His head in that block. His head in the block. <laughs> <laughs> His head in the block is the best one. He shows up in a fire too, but that's Harry Potter. That's classic yeah. Harry Potter. That's the one at the beginning. What did he show up in the beginning? In the light? He was just in the light. Right. Yeah. At one point. Yeah. He. But he talks. He appears. But he talks in the fire and in the block. Mm -hmm. He actually talks to them. Right. Um. But the biggest chunk is them in the um timeline. Yeah. On the broom. Oh, that's where they spent all their money. That's quite a bit of of money. Um. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Uh. How I think the creatures look better, but I think it's because we spend less time with them. I told Keen like. Something that's really funny about Halloween Town 1 is that the creatures in Halloween Town that I think people responded to um, are literally just like masks and then just like normal Caucasian hands. It's just a bunch of white people with really detailed masks. With really detailed masks and and, (laughs) yeah. And it was just really funny to me that they didn't like you could have just painted somebody blue like if they have a blue like ghoul face just paint their hands have them wear blue gloves yeah just go you could do anything full monsters and they just decided just a bunch of white people with masks (laughs) so which to me says it's just a normal human body with like a weird head (laughs) and then this one we got we got a black man but he didn't really have any monsterish features yeah he just collected he things. was just a, <laughs> just a weird hoarder <laughs> <laughs> who 
who got angry all the time. Yeah. Like, what is the point of this? Yeah. <laughs> I felt bad. I was like, oh, and he's really, I mean, that character's, that character actor is really good. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed, enjoyed him. him. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, oh, why does he have to be so grumpy? Yeah. <laughs> There's so many opportunities for, you know, people of color and, um, you know, just at any point, and it has to be like the grump. I don't know. It that kind of made me feel. It, in my twenty nineteen sensibilities, it made me feel a little yeah. like bummed. But but it kind of made up for it because they gave it was a really good part, and he was really good in it. Yeah, too. I felt he like was, he yeah. was a very strong. Like it actually required him to be a pretty good actor. Yeah, yeah. He was like mm-hmm. com- he was the comic relief do, and the antagonist. The, he had to do two characters really. Yeah, yeah he yeah. did. Yeah, and they're yeah. both over the top. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was really funny. I I remember how funny he was as the great. His the gray version. I did of like himself. the gray version better. Where yeah. When they were switching back and forth for a minute, and he was like, "Oh, we need to turn in this." <laughs> I also felt like he was the only decent man in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, right. the only other there's not a lot of men in the Halloween towns. No. It's, it's just... Calabar and then Calabar's son. Yeah, who and, both then, suck. And, and then and then the golem frog guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the son who like it was weird at the beginning because they put. Cal-, Cal hitting on Kimberly J. Brown mm-hmm. right next to the son hitting on those girls. Yeah. So it felt very similar. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That's a real, like, early 2000s trope of, like, the nerdy guy hitting on the hot girls all the time mm-hmm. and then not succeeding. And I'm just like, why... Why is it like this? Why didn't any of these adults say, hey, maybe don't hit on the hot girls who are just going to be mean to you. Maybe hit on the girls that might actually share your interests. You know what, though? I don't know if you remember this, but they they actually kind of acknowledge that because because um, Gwen is like, lists three different girls that Dylan at like she was like did you ask julia mm-hmm. and i think the implication is that those are the like the girls the, the nicer girls. the nicer girls who mm-hmm. actually might be friends and even they turned him down so now he's like resorted to kind of his like his like hail mary <laughs> that idea <laughs> but i do like because he goes to the party in a sombrero mm-hmm. when we get to the party later mm-hmm. but the girls are like what are you supposed to be a teacup and they like shut him down for his like, <laughs> cultural insensitivity. I don't think that's what they were doing. I think they no, were being culturally insensitive. <laughs> they didn't recognize what he's wearing at all. They <laughs> asked if he was a teacup. Yeah, because he's wearing the sombrero. I mean, I get it, but yeah. I don't get it. In- no. Insane, <laughs> insane. I mean, that's probably the best thing yeah. they could have said in yeah, the moment. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, you know, I think it's totally fine that we're not going in order with this one, um, because here's that you have to be a like a neuroscientist to understand all the plot points. This was a dense plot compared to Halloween Town One. It was both very dense, but also extremely simple. Sure, like, yeah, but like just because they go back in time and and like, yeah. But yeah. It, so I went back in time to get this, and I knew it was not here. Like I can explain the story in a sentence, but if I have to go beat by <laughs> point beat, by point, it's yeah, like, yeah, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't remember that there was time again, like Harry Potter Three. There's time manipulation in this. Yeah, and that. that moment, like the scene where they go back five minutes and they see themselves, is yeah. literally like the same shot from Harry Potter mm-hmm. yeah. when they use the time turner. Yeah. Do you think Alfonso Cuarón <laughs> <laughs> got the idea from Halloween Dead? I think it could be. I think Academy Award winner Alfonso <laughs> Cuarón. It did. Though, is it like, possible they stole it from the book? When did the book come out? The book, book would have already come out. out. Yeah, I yeah. think. I think. That I think that, that one was possible. like ninety nine. Like, I do. Yeah. I I was gonna say I do think that per- perhaps 
J.K. Rowling and and the Halloween Town Two uh, writers were in the same boat where they were like, "How do we up the stakes yeah. of the magic?" And you can't do that by like I mean, adding a time turner. The, you know? the first movie hadn't come out yet, but Harry Potter like fever or whatever yeah. was massive yeah. at this point. Yeah, like that's what I'm up, saying. I'm, I think yeah. there's a really good the build chance up they took to it. that movie was insane. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I agree. But it seemed like this came out after. Just like some of the things in it were so. I could pick them out of a Harry Potter movie. It does. Seemed like yeah. It came after, yeah. But it didn't. Yeah. No. It came out about two months before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very <laughs> interesting. Um, I think that Debbie Reynolds was as delightful in this one as she was in the first one. Like she's oh, actually, only so a much... month before. You guys got Harry really? Potter a full month before we did. <laughs> <laughs> that was back when that was used only... to happen. That's so funny. Well, because it came out on Boxing Day in Australia. Really? Okay. Oh, um, we forgot one male character, which is Luke. Oh yeah, Luke but, is a fair. Yeah. Oh he's yeah, just really bland in this movie. Yeah, he, I feel yeah, like he didn't in... give him much. Although I feel like he was, he was very the... essential. I actually had mm-hmm. yeah, he was essential. I wrote down that he was the MVP, just like Sophie was kind of the Deus Ex Machina yeah. of the first one. Luke kind of put oh. stuff together that he... Marnie's like, we can't figure it out, and he's like, let's fucking try to figure yeah. it out, bitch. She would immediately just be like, well, I'm just stuck in Halloween Town. Yeah. And be like, no, <laughs> let's. There's we we use fucking magic. There's gotta be a way. And then he's the one that comes up with the time travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, the trapper thing is him. And yeah, he yeah. figures that out. She doesn't figure it out. She doesn't really figure out a lot, to be honest. Yeah, she's uh, kind of stupid. she's she's yeah. the, she's the, like confidence. She's like I'm not afraid of you. I'm confident in myself, but she's also like she gives up very easily. Yes. Which is a horrible quality to have. <laughs> kind of for... When um, your family is What's it called? Their peril. tragic flaw? That's kind of Marnie's tragic She's flaw. She's just got hubris all over. Mm-hmm. Like. Well, then Luke keeps her in check. Maybe, maybe that's... He does. And yeah. then... Immediately after they fix everything, she's like, "Well, we better get you back to Halloween Town before people start asking how good your mask is." Ha 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 ha! You didn't just save me, totally. <laughs> um, the person on the stilts. Oh, never mind. There's a person on stilts in the um. Oh, what's that? In the gray. Yeah, I just can't get over. I'm. I am bummed. I'm very bummed at how it's called Halloween Town. And you're barely in Halloween Town. And it, when you are, you're in Gort's house, which is like a set you haven't seen before. So you're not that like, I wish we'd been able to be in Aggie's house more, yeah. you know? It was a very it, different It felt like place. a different movie. It felt like they took another script and then they kind of, I don't think they did this, but it almost feels like they were like, we have a similar script, but now we want to make it into a Halloween Town sequel. So we kind of hammer it into place. It, I, I don't think that is true, but... Just because yeah. you don't get the fun and games. I don't know if you remember, but in Halloween Town 1, like some of the fun and games. So you have Calabar and he traps Gwen and Aggie in the theater where they get mm-hmm. frozen. Do you remember oh, that? yes. And the kids have to figure out how to make the light go on in Merlin's talisman. Mm-hmm. So they have to get make a spell out of like different items. And there's this whole like probably 10 minutes chunk of the movie where yeah. they go around and they get like the sweat of a ghost and the hair of a werewolf and like i think that is what people want in halloween town is the monster like seeing a lot of different 
monsters and the sets that are all fun. Like you go into the, sorry, I know I'm not trying to figure out. You go into the ice cream shop and it's the Yeti behind the counter Mm -hmm. and everything's cute and Halloween-y and like that's what, that's what I want. This one lacked the fun. Yeah. Yeah. Which was kind of the, the fun irony of the first one is that Halloween Town is this really happy, fun place Mm -hmm. and not scary or spooky. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this one... I mean, still didn't really make it scary or spooky, just made it boring. Yeah. And yeah. that was the problem now that it's boring. Mm-hmm. And so it's like we still got some magic, but it wasn't fun magic. Yeah. It yeah. was dark. I've got to save my. Well, I mean, she still had to save her, like, mother yeah. and grandmother in the first one. Mm-hmm. But this yeah. one, it's a different way. Yeah. And it's just. No, it is because she doesn't use her siblings as much. Like, right? Yeah, they're yeah, in the totally, model world. Yeah, um, I think that's why Sophie wasn't even like they were like we can't use so we can't figure out how to use Sophie, which is funny because Sophie's the most useful yeah. character mm. in the first one because she's psychic. Well, they replaced her with Luke. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. In this one, whereas yeah. he was the bad guy in yeah. the first one. Yeah. And I guess Sophie does. They gave her something to do. Sophie's the one who pushes Dylan to like go. She's like the frog. Mom's yeah. in trouble basically because the frog guy is a frog guy. Yeah, because the B plot is just mom's got a date with a vampire. That, yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. The the other two kids are trying to convince, and Sophie's the one that figures that out. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah. She's like, it's a golem. He's a golem because Dylan's fucking. After all this time, Dylan like refuses to believe in magic. Basically, I know. And Sophie has proven, I'm sure, time and time again that she has a sixth sense. Yeah. And Dylan's like, no, we're staying here. Like we're not they going all, to the gym. I just they all sort of happen. have a power. Yeah, isn't that wasn't that a thing? The first one that like once. By the time you're thirteen, your power should have right. appeared. Which mm-hmm. apparently Dylan just which was kind of like up up in a way actually. Yeah. Yes. The upcoming podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I, there's something about thirteen, which, yeah, I mean. It's just that Disney age. Yeah. I think for and this, it's just that 13 is the, it's the bad number in, yeah. in American well, and you go, culture. And like, also, you become a teenager at 13. Yeah, you the go 13th into year. That's true. It's, um, a, it's a pretty yeah. It's a pretty important year in puberty. Mm-hmm. The Irish one. It's Luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. He's 13, right? Like, I feel like all of those no, kids are he's turning. 16, 15, 16. He's older. Yeah. He's older. It's because they lose their... Leprechaun match. Oh, okay. It's not because <laughs> he, turns he turns 13. a certain age. But he is the kid yeah. in the 13th year. Yeah. No. No. Okay. <laughs> it's Ryan Merriman. Yeah. And his name is like Chaz Starbuck in the 13th year. What? I'm not kidding. That's his name. Like the actual actor's name? Yeah, his name is Chaz Starbuck. <laughs> I gotta look this he up. He had to be an actor. Yeah. No choice. Let's see what he's, let's see what he looks like now. I bet he's hot. <laughs> well, you'd hope so with a Ryan name Merriman like that. Is... Maybe that's not Otherwise, it's just very unfortunate. <laughs> so Ryan Merriman was in Final Destination. Yep. Chez Starbucks. Chez? C-H-E-Z. Okay. That's not a name. <laughs> it's a terrible name. But... Come on. He probably leads a very <laughs> modest life. I really Is feel for kids oh, wow. that have weird names. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, Chez Starbuck. You're <laughs> listening. <laughs> Here, the picture... Can I go back? Is he famous That's now? That's him. No, I don't no. think so. Why is there pictures of him he now? Because really people want to know anything. what the fuck he looks like. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say he's ugly, but I wouldn't say he's hot. That's, he's that's hotter than I would have expected yeah, him to be. Yeah. 
He was a cutie as a... He's like, what? He's 14 here, probably, when he did 13th year. Okay. Oh, my God. Dave Coulier's in that movie. (laughs) I would pay money, and we will pay money to watch that movie. Wasn't he in another one? Another decom? Oh, he he was was in... um, Yeah, because he he was in... It's different, though. It's... um, Even Stevens. Yes, Uh, that was Which was just a very popular... um, (laughs) What is Dave Coulier from? Full House. Uh, that's why I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, I want to talk about how, because clearly it's the turn of the century. That's his given name. I want to show this to you. Cesare (laughs) Sanella. That's his real name. Unfortunately, that was his birth name. Yeah, I would change my name to Chester, but it's just hard to pronounce. God bless him. Cesare Sanella. Wow. Yeah. That's a, what, like, where did I that don't first even know name what, even come from? Yeah, yeah. What is that origin, possibly? I'm so sorry. What okay. were you saying? Um, because it's the turn of the century, mm-hmm. or the, the new millennium, they have yeah. to like compare magic to computers, of course. Yeah, That's right. They, right. She keeps being like, what is this worldwide web you keep talking yeah. about? Is it related to spiders? And they're like, no, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I totally noticed that. That's such a good They point. talk about the internet a lot. A yeah. lot. Because then they're like, like magic, using magic is like being a hacker and like we got to find yeah. the back door. Yeah, the back door. It's like, she, and she's like, oh why do you God. need to use that? You, you could have access to all knowledge. And it's like, okay, yeah. so they really didn't see where the internet was going to go. <laughs> I totally clocked that, but I didn't put it together, but it totally is. Well, obviously, we were just using them more, but yeah, it's the year 2000. That's totally why, like, yeah. 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 Um, like, type, it's, it's a post-Y2K bug world. Because <laughs> they don't have cell phones. No one has a cell no. phone, but they have the headphones. They have the headphones. Which the is headphone. basically a walkie-talkie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could totally see like if this had taken if this had movie had been five years later, they would have like a cell phone equivalent as opposed to like a walkie-talkie. Yeah, yeah. like the cell phone magic wand. Yeah, like exactly. Yes, and they probably level. would have mm-hmm. actually had some sort of magic internet system. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. like all the magic they do, I'm like, we can do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> magic is indistinguishable from. Technology that is sufficiently advanced is indistinguishable from magic. I mean, that's all. That's always the classic. <laughs> they should have put that up there. Uh, yeah, that should be the like <laughs> the epitaph at the. I mean, going back to Harry, like Harry Potter stuff, I always think of that, like where they're sending owls, and I'm like, why wouldn't you guys just use phones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's way faster. <laughs> I love reading people's like analysis of like how, um, like w- to what extent. The Wizarding World used Muggle magic, or like mm-hmm. what they would have benefited from. Yeah. From like, yeah. they would have benefited. Like cars aren't a thing. Nobody knows how to drive a car. It kind of makes it difficult. I mean, I remember seeing this thing at this woman being like, "I would totally get kicked out of Hogwarts school for using Muggle stuff too much." Or yeah. It, they're like, "Why aren't you using a quill?" And it's like, "I got this great thing called a pen. Where you don't have to dip it into ink. Yeah. You can just write." Yeah. And, the, and yeah, it was like instead of sending it out, I'll I'll just call you mm-hmm. or text you. Like mm-hmm. it's it's immediate. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I'm trying to think. We've kind of covered like what happened. A lot of it. A yeah. lot of yeah. it. Um, yeah. I would say the big. So the big moment is them realizing that like saying this spell trappa is a part backwards, which is the spell that made everything gray now makes everything colorful mm-hmm. because it brings them back together because it's the 
reverse of a part. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think, because I wrote a script when we were in grad school that was actually like, oh, if you do this magic backwards, it will undo itself. And I think that might have come from this movie because I think I really mm. connected to that, like, trap it apart. Dude, like, you were the one who said trap it apart. When we <laughs> said Halloween Town 2, you brought that up, and I was like, yeah. I hadn't thought about that in, like, <laughs> 15 years, 18 years, whatever. Um, I did. That's great. I'm so glad you connected with that. That's, um, yeah, yeah, where, where Luke figures out um, that that's how to do it. Um, they get in a... There are like several instances in this movie where they are like totally at a like they don't know what to do. Like they lose yeah. uh they lose the spell at one point. They and then even when they th- which is the time they travel say, spell they're stuck yeah. in the past. Mm-hmm. Does that bit so she loses the the spell book or whatever, wherever it was when she got the time travel spell. Mm-hmm. And then she can't remember it, which to me was insane because they said that spell like six times. Yeah. I'm like, are you telling me you read it off the page every time and didn't <laughs> commit any of it to memory? <laughs> you did it like six times in a row to get it right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's in Welsh. She can't remember it. Yeah. There's a couple moments where they just have to like stop and explain everything that's happening. Yeah, it's, it's true. So yes. Yeah, it's yes, exactly. That's what I'm like. Yeah, just like we had to go back, but Cal had already gone back. Like they go back, but Cal had already gone back 20 mm-hmm. years to get the spell yeah. book, so they never were gonna have it. And he he also stole it out of Marnie's like grandma's room. I just <laughs> and then I just stopped paying attention to it because then the mortals figure out. Well, the the family that's in the mortal world figure yeah. out what's about to happen. Yeah. They know that he's going to do something. Mm-hmm. But my favorite bit was when the mom's like, I'll keep my mom. Like, she's taking the mask off. And we're like, oh, great. And then she's like, we have to find Cal. I'll keep my mask on because he knows what I look like. <laughs> and it's like, no! <laughs> yes, I heard. And then, and then she takes it off when she sees him mm-hmm. so she can see him properly. Mm-hmm. And he properly puts a little spell on her that means she can't take it off anymore. Yeah. It's like, then what was the point of having it on in the first place? <laughs> if you were just going to take it off as soon as you spotted him, <laughs> therefore letting him see you. <laughs> That's a good point. Um... <laughs> I love that Cal was like up in the rafters and you mm-hmm. actually get like kind of a wide shot of him. I was like, they put him up. I don't know how they did that. He must be yeah. tied up there somehow. But he act- they actually had that actor or a or a stunt double, I guess, like up standing there. up there yeah, for at least there. one yeah. shot, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah. The, the other thing is when um, Sophie and Dylan show up and um, Alex is the name of the fake golem dad yeah and he's wearing a frog costume and sophie's like he's not human and gwen is like fuck you basically <laughs> um go she's home like, i'm gonna date this guy yeah Leave me she's alone. like i just want this one thing for myself you yeah i'm so selfish just she uh, we're gonna that. go to the children's high school dance yes <laughs> after our own party leaving my 14 year old son mm-hmm. to babysit my nine-year-old mm-hmm. In a house that's messy where he's cleaning up after the party that we just had. Mm-hmm. Because she would rather go to a high school dance than just stay at the party they already had. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's correct. Or go to like dinner or something. Anything, like... anything. Um, and uh, poor Gwen, she just needs. She just hasn't been on a date yeah. in so long. That's she where just... she is a lot. Like, yeah, the mom's got a date with a vampire. Yeah, mom. just be weird. Just by her like children. A, a mildly attractive man is showing <laughs> some interest. So. I don't care. I'm doing yeah, it. Pretty like much. every red flag you can imagine. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You um, moved in tonight? You want to go to a high school party? You want to go to a high school party? And he's like, they can always use more chaperones. And she's like, mm. okay. And it's like, no. Yeah. Go to dinner. Because clearly it's only like 8 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe wait till tomorrow. Like you've been in this town for Almost anything two hours. Is, would be yeah. appropriate. Um, Sophie, Sophie um, manuf- manifests a fly to like mm-hmm. fly around and, and then... then he uses his tongue. Anyway, so Sophie does the fly and Gwen is like, what have I told you about using your powers in public? Yeah. And then he tur- he uses his tongue to get the fly and Gwen immediately turns him into a bunch of rhymes in front of everybody. And I was like, <laughs> what yeah. did we just talk about? That's way, out that's way more obvious than Sophie's little fly. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> And they're kind of like, you know what they did last time when they found out that when they thought there were witches, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't good for those witches. You should, you should be yep. a lot more cagey, Gwen. They're going to burn you. Yeah. Gwen uses another spell in that movie in, in public, in the gym at one point. I can't remember what it is, but she, I think she does another one. I don't remember. Okay. I just remember being like, Gwen, to me, when she does magic is like the best. I think that actress had the best, like intonation like mm-hmm. i just really believe mm-hmm. her when marnie does it I, I'm, yeah she sounds like an idiot she sounds like a dumb idiot well, she is an idiot <laughs> from what we've seen but but when gwen and gwen does like hand motions like she's i just i believe it you know i wish yeah. we got to see more of her doing magic and being a witch the origin story gwen's origin story is what i'm really interested in i think we're still there was a moment although i don't remember exactly what she said she ex- said something about what like their father taught her about not like about the mortal world mm. yeah i remember that just oh like, that if you get through. everything if you get everything through magic nothing means anything basically uh, is yeah, what yeah. it is because she was mad at marnie for using magic for something easy yeah and she's like well i'm not going to use it on a test well yeah. except for that one test. <laughs> yeah <laughs> marnie <laughs> <laughs> oh you yeah exactly I just some things I'm like, yeah, it's really annoying. You should totally use magic for it to do. Yeah. You shouldn't use magic to like like get a promotion or something. Like you shouldn't mm. but you should you should totally use it to take the trash out. You know yeah. and that's Gwen was actually saying like you shouldn't use it to take the trash out. Should only use it to what, get a promotion. <laughs> apparently that's what Gwen fucking loves about the mortal world, which we got from is Halloween Town One. Menial toss. The menial stuff. That's what she's desperately trying to protect her children from the magic of Halloween Town because you can magic your way to do anything. I mean, I can kind of understand that if you've grown up entirely around magic, that it would be exciting to be like, ooh, yeah. do I, I have to yeah. do this? It's, yeah. you know, c- going back to Harry Potter. It's like uh, Mr. Weasley <laughs> yeah, when he gets right. all excited about the muggle stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that is true. But she doesn't, in it, she's not expressing excitement. She's like, you guys basically, that's what I, my biggest thing about Gwen was like, Gwen never gave them a choice. Like, yeah. you have to do it my way. It's as bad as 
it's as bad because since she is half witch, it is yeah. as bad as forcing her to do mat. You know, you should mm. you should let her pick at yeah. some point. And but witches can do magic in or outside of Halloween town. Yeah, apparently. So like everyone else in Halloween town has a normal existence. Yeah, and that's um, kind of a bullshit. <laughs> yeah. If you watch Halloween Town Four, um, they go to Witch University. Oh yeah. Not a creatively. Witchiversity. Witchiversity. Yeah, if you will. Where they go to Wichita. <laughs> and. After the events of Halloween Town 3, because there are now, um, and I don't know what happens, but, oh, I think a lot of the witches went to the mortal world to, like, have, like, a rumspringa, basically, in Halloween Town 3, because it's okay. like, no, the barrier is down. There, Halloween Town 4 is about how, at which university, nobody can do magic. Marnie's, like, goes to learn how to use magic, and they're like, actually, nobody can use magic because now they've opened it up to more than just witches. Any of anyone of magical, whatever blood. Okay. So that you're oh. in there with like goblins and genies and and oh, all, I see. and so to even the playing field. So I'm like, okay, it's just like a magical. It's like a co- it's normal college. Yeah. Now it's Hogwarts. They're like literally now it's at yes, yeah, exactly. Or uh, sky high. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like sky. Yeah, and I would anyway. Um, the, the, the idea of, like, who can do magic. Yeah, it's like Halloween Town, if you're someone with a pumpkin head, you just live as a human, but in right. a place where other people can do magic, and also you have a pumpkin head. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite um, creature was just the people who are humans, but with pumpkin heads. Yeah. Which is the, they go and one of them has a toothache. It's a little, it's a child and an adult pumpkin, and the adult pumpkin is has his arm around the child, and the child has a bandage. <laughs> Wow. It's in the first one because they go to the dentist and they get the vampire fang. I don't know. If That's you right. That. Yeah. That's my favorite shot in the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Next to the Yeti scooping ice cream. I don't know. <laughs> I wish there had been more visual puns like that. Like there's some. There's nothing in this. One. Yeah. This, yeah. This, this one, one has not. none of that fun whimsy that you got the whimsy, in the first in, one. In the first one, there's like another example is there's like a there's like a werewolf lady, but she's a cheetah. She's in like a cheetah print jumpsuit mm-hmm. and she's doing like calisthenics, and there are dogs drooling. Like they're in <laughs> basketball jerseys, yeah. but they're dog people, and she's like, "Don't drool on the mat or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's so cute. They were um, like, for this sequel, why don't we, we remove all of the fun mm-hmm. and go to a very dark, boring place? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they thought, I think they potentially thought, you know, the kids who liked Halloween Town 1 who are most likely to watch this are now three years older. Mm-hmm. And maybe, yeah. maybe they are more likely to want something darker. Because yeah. I certainly didn't dislike this one. I was I I think that I missed the whimsy of the first one, but I also think that at, around Halloween they were playing the first one, so I didn't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you want the whimsy, you just watch the first one. If you want the cool broomstick, I think there was another way to do it though that would have yeah made it. Oh, I, I completely agree. agree. I completely agree. I think yeah. making the town bland and boring wasn't the right no, choice. No. I think. No. maybe with like making the town dark would right. have made it a little more interesting the reason why they didn't do that is because they did the first one and yeah. i guess they felt like they couldn't do it again you can tell yeah. that that was the that right. was their dilemma yeah. they're like obviously the thing to do is you take halloween town and you make it it's supposed to be a fun place and you make it into a scary but it place. didn't really work in the first one right so i think it would have been better if like cal's revenge was i'm gonna complete what my father wanted to yeah 
do. Yeah. And so he's already done it and Aggie hasn't been there and doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That, that would have been more satisfying as a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. I think I they're agree. always, I yeah. think they're always worried about making stuff too scary. I'm not, I'm saying, I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. I think the budget <clears throat> came into play a lot. As well. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It like... is a lot easier to just. <laughs> Land is very easy. But I have yeah. to say, like, the fact that, like, everyone was gray, except for some characters, like, that was mm-hmm. probably, they did that and that took some money to do. That's yeah. true. Because I don't think that was done practically, necessarily, because it was so monotone. Everything mm-hmm. was the same color gray. Yeah. It looked like it was done. Also, when Aggie turns gray, that was done mm-hmm. um, in post. You know, that wasn't yeah. done practically. That was after Pleasantville. That, this movie came yes, out. Yes, yes. They have Pleasant the technology. Is what you're saying, but it would have been Late pretty, 90s? way yeah. more difficult than it is now to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were for Luke. They're like, all right, your costume is a jacket for the first <laughs> half of the movie. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Poor Luke. Poor Luke. Yeah. <laughs> um. So at the end, they go to this Halloween party. Oh yes, yes. And the older brother doesn't have a costume. So they're like, where can we find a costume really fast? And luckily there is a <laughs> sombrero on the mannequin, they, they on have, the skeleton they, they have. They have some skeletons in the house for decoration. And for some reason the skeletons have costumes, mm-hmm. including a sombrero and like a poncho. Yeah. So that's what Dylan wears. Mm-hmm. What does Sophie wear? Sophie's she's in a, the cowboy outfit. She's already dressed. Cowboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. But because, like, they're about to turn all these people into monsters, so I'm just, like, waiting for them to turn this kid into, like, a Mexican stereotype. Yes. God, if only. (laughs) I did notice that, so when Cal at at the stroke of midnight, because Marnie can't get back, they, Marnie gets to her grandma on time and changes her back, but the portal is closing as Marnie and Aggie are trying to get through. So Cal succeeds in the curse, and, um... Gwen turns into this horrible, quite frightening, like, green monster. But I did notice... She's sort of like a hag. She's like a hag, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there's, like, other frightening uh, cyclops and other monsters. But I did notice that some people who were dressed up were still humans, like, with their fake... Like, there was, in one shot, there was a girl with, like, fake fairy wings on. I was like, okay, some people don't get... Obviously don't get turned into a Mexican. It was confusing. They made it seem like it was meant to be if you're wearing a mask, then you will turn into what your mask is. Yeah. And that one girl who's dressed like a vampire, vampire. she has become a vampire. Even though she wasn't wearing a mask, Mm. she was just wearing some makeup and fake teeth. And you know they have fairies in Halloween Town, so there's no reason that girl shouldn't turn into a fairy. Unless fairies are not evil, so... Right. I just can't help but feel like the producers were didn't think it through or yeah. just decided to not... Because I could see, like, Sophie doesn't turn into a cowboy. Like, if you're dressed as something that comes from the mortal world, maybe you don't turn into something. Uh, I don't know. I think I it would have been fun if yeah. they turned into their... Everyone could turn into their costume, like... Absolutely, yeah. it would have. I just... Yeah, I think yeah, for the purposes of the movie, they... Yeah. They mostly wanted... Yeah, obviously the emphasis is on masks. You turn mm-hmm. into whatever mask. Because, yeah. um, like, the, the lead guy is turns into, like, a cyclops yeah. after being oh, in yeah. a cyclops mask. What a specific mask that mm-hmm. was. <laughs> did you notice there was a guy who was just a doctor with a big head? Do you remember the big head I doctor guy? I did not guy? see him. Yeah. <laughs> they just pan up to this guy who's just, like, a scary doctor. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. He just has a really big, like, cranium and, like, a tiny face. It's like, I don't know where they got their best. <laughs> I want to know where the props department and the costume department. They just department. went through 
the costume department. Yeah, they went to the it's big a lot like warehouse when, and full felt like when you were doing a play in high school yeah. and you just go to the prop storage and be like, "What have we got?" Yeah. It's like, oh, I guess we'll use this. Honestly, like, that is exactly from correct. this other production we did. Like <laughs> that'll work. Um, so Cal succeeds, but then, um, Marnie decides that they're just going to use their, what's their last name? Cromwell. Cromwell. But Hollowell, like they definitely ripped off, was this, this was after Charmed, but Halloween Town 1 was before Charmed. I don't know, I'm not that familiar with Charmed. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't know. But it's like three sisters that are witches, and so you have like these three generations of women that are also witches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just felt very similar. Mm -hmm. Mm. Is Cromwell... I, is Cromwell is a very old name. Like Cromwell is like a Puritan name. Well, Cromwell to me always makes me think of Sir Thomas Cromwell. Right. Oh, quite essential <laughs> in uh, English history. Right, right. I, I'm, that's probably who I'm thinking of. They don't teach us that much about English history. Well, we had to do A Man for All Seasons in uh, uh, high school, and he's pretty prominent in that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, Pretty big and big, like, hey, Henry, you should get a divorce. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and I do remember that now, okay, you know, jogging my memory a little bit about English history. But um, the, um, anyway, she, she decides, like, we're going to use our Cromwell magic. Because they do occasionally go back and forth between, like, how powerful the Cromwells are. I don't know if you yeah. remember that, but in the first it's movie especially. the Cromwells are... Very powerful. And then in the fourth movie, it's about a prophecy involving the Cromwell line oh, and okay. Marnie, like fulfilling mm-hmm. a very old prophecy about the Crom, the, how powerful that lineage uh, is. So Marnie basically says, like, we're going to create. Actually, she doesn't say we're going to use our Cromwell magic. She says we're just going to make our own portal. Like, we're going to see if we can make our the portal appear ourselves. And to me, it would have made more sense if. They had been like, we're one of the oldest lineage. Like we have one of the oldest lineages in Halloween Town. Like we, we are very powerful. You know, they don't they don't invoke that at that moment, which I think was a yeah, mistake. Yeah, it should have been like, because to me, I'm like, how are you possibly this powerful? You've been training for two, you know, two years, and the, the answer is well. And if they had this power all along, yeah. why didn't they just use it before? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they they use it to summon a portal to go back. Yeah, Look. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Anyway, so she gets okay. through, and I just wanted to bring up the part where, because I remembered this, I remember being very tense. Can Cal holds the tube spell books? Yeah. And he like makes them really big. Oh, he has them tiny. Remember that? Yeah, because he, yeah, he shrunk, he them, shrunk them down, so he puts he, them back to the size they're t- meant to be. Back to the regular be. size, which makes them, which I thought was such a funny thing, and then because he's it just makes like, them harder to hold, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> just and then he's like, take them! Yes, <laughs> and he, he creates another, and again, like 10% maybe of the CGI budget. He's being surrounded by, like, they're, they look like wire, but also kind of natural, like a natural material, like mm-hmm. a vine or something. And they like sizzle like electricity. And Marnie has to reach through and not get hurt. Um, I, re- I remember that vividly. Um, and Marnie starts glowing like an angel. And when she reaches in, she is untouched <laughs> by the by yeah. the electricity. Kind of like a Jesus type situation, I would say. Yeah, which would again make more sense to like tap into that. Cromwells are extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, how is Marnie able to yeah. do that? Yeah, 
just because they've been like, Marty can't do anything for so long. Like, you're not, yeah. you're not trained to do that. And then all of a sudden, when it's convenient, she can do whatever she wants. Like, at least explain it. Yeah. At least explain why she can do whatever yeah. she wants. Where is she getting these powers from yeah. if she can't real if she's not using them ever? Because sometimes she can't do shit. Like she says yeah. a spell wrong and it doesn't fucking work. Like like Yeah. She's fucking useless sometimes. And it's not unfortunately it's they're trying to I think they're trying maybe maybe what the reason why they don't say tell you that it's the Cromwell magic is because they want the message to be Marnie can do whatever she wants if she digs down deep. But Which like, is fair, but they're not doing a good job of getting that across. I would say, like, d- she needs to dig it down feels, deep all the time. Yeah. The way, the way that the they set her up is more like, she's a fucking idiot. Yeah. And when she actually tries to concentrate on something for once in her yeah. life, it works. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just like Harry Potter. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um, Man, that is true. Yeah, I'm, I'm not giving the writers enough credit. I do think that they write around theme and then everything else just falls into they it. Do. That's why the rules don't make sense because yeah. you need it to fit a certain, like, well, Marnie can, Marnie is this. Like, this is the lesson Marnie has to learn. So everything is And I mean, for a fit. kid's movie, that is more important because mm-hmm. kids aren't going to be caring as much about plot holes. Yeah. They're more, it's yeah. more the theme and the arc in yeah. general. Like, yeah. Is that, what, can I follow that? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you're not. We know they know that no one's gonna. I mean, we're grown adults and mm-hmm. we can't follow the the plot of Halloween Town. <laughs> yeah, but um, they also didn't write it for us. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Nobody's nobody's gonna care. But what they do care about is like if Marnie gets out, if Marnie can like Marnie can do it. Yeah, Marnie is an annoying. As so many of these, she is annoying to mm-hmm. watch as yeah. an adult yeah. because she is foolhardy. And, yeah. But what she what she does teach kids to be is confident. Like when the chips are down. Marnie will step up, and she, like in Halloween Town 1, she takes the talisman to the pumpkin, and even though mm-hmm. she gets frozen, she still, like, harnesses her own willpower to still get it to the pumpkin. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you remember yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that part. And then in this one, she, like, even though all the odds are against her, she, uh, she opens the portal, and then she gets the books back, so... Yeah, as a child, that's probably what you respond yeah. the most to. Yeah. And then as adults and as writers, we're like, well, you could have done this a lot better. If yes. there's a giant pumpkin in the center of town, does that mean that's just like someone's head? Because people have pumpkin that's heads. That's a very good point. Maybe it's the equivalent of like a statue. Yeah. <laughs> or a bust. Honoring a great <laughs> Yeah, pumpkin. a great yeah. pumpkin. <laughs> the former mayor of the town. <laughs> the first mayor was just a uh, pumpkin. <laughs> It's a pumpkin hideous. <laughs> See, I just want. Uh, has someone written the definitive like history of Halloween Town? I would love that. I would read it. You know, I just love Halloween Town. So I think much. you might have to make it I and get so. Kimberly J. Brown to sell it on yeah. the Etsy yeah, store. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, they're bringing back Lizzie McGuire, mm-hmm. and like they did Kim Possible. So like Halloween Town TV series could totally happen. There you wow. go. I would buy Disney Plus for that. With as the mom, like. A raven's kids. home, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. We gotta get in touch with those people. We know people who know people. We can make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to mention my favorite line from this movie. Please do. Um, they are so they're trying to get their mom to not go on a date with this golem, uh-huh. and then she's she turns to the guy and she's like, "What do you like? Where is it? <laughs> oh man, where's my line? You got it. Take your time." Oh, she turns to him and she says, you're not going to give me warts, are you? That's right. 
I didn't because even... he's because he's dressed like a frog. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then but also like a, STDs. You know, <laughs> Disney can't help but get like one of those jokes in every movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't got to even... throw in an STD joke. I didn't even Classic. put that together. <laughs> Everyone loves thinking about genital warts. <laughs> you know, yeah. Poor Gwen in this one. Like, she's still such a wet blanket. It's hard for me. She's a buzzkill. Major buzzkill. Yeah. But, yeah, she's just, like, she hasn't been on a date in so long. You know, I just, I feel for her. She's yep. been raging, yeah. raising these stupid magical kids who take up all of her time. Dylan's the man of the house. Ugh. Yeah. It's a lot of responsibility for him. And he's not up. He's, he's not up, he's to, up no. to it. Not at all. He's not up for any amount of, of like male. Yeah. He is honoring yeah. the wet blanketness of his mother. Though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Wow. I think we did it. I think really. we did it. Yeah. So I guess the only question is, do we want this team? <sighs> not as much as the first no. one. No. No. Um, I do want this D. Mm-hmm. As much as. Gray Astrid wanted those sensible shoes. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I did like that line. And part of me, I felt a little attacked because I was like, yeah, right. I too care a lot about sensible mm-hmm. shoes. Mm-hmm. I was like, these gray people are like very smart. Like I'm I know, all of them. them are very practical. Hang on. He's like, I'm not driving too fast. And like, like, yeah, you boring, should drive fast. adults thing now, where it's just like, I just want to live without things being a problem (laughs) (laughs) but yes i did want this d it was like i mean i didn't watch the first one recently but i felt like the second one was a pretty good movie yeah Um, it wasn't too bad yeah yeah yeah. it was fun Mm -hmm. i mean it was it was again my major note is like spend more time in halloween town yeah yeah. it does not have any of the fun that that would have been great if they had done that but you know, you can't you can't win them all. No. I want this D as much as um, I watched this clip over and over again. Debbie Reynolds when she does the spell that reverses the uh, the gray the gray spell or no 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 the creature spell they call it the creature spell. Oh right. Um, they uh, I don't know what they had her read, but it's played backwards. She's speaking yes, backwards. That's right. You saw that? Yeah. Yeah. You can tell by the way they turn their heads after it. They had they yeah. had Kimberly J. Brown and Debbie Reynolds look up and go, and then look down because and then have her read the lines because they played it backwards so they look up and see everyone. <laughs> and usually it's because usually the spells are just Welsh, just like mm. old like the 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 spell that they do in the first one mm-hmm. um, is a uh, from a Welsh poem. Oh. And I don't know about the spell that she does to travel in time i don't know what language or what where that would come from i mean she says, she says welsh, welsh but yes who yes. knows if it actually is yeah um and you know not being able to type it in it's hard to like look up yeah. where that because i don't oh. know phonetically how to yeah um, well, small welsh. thing they use that go back in like go back in time spell and mm-hmm. they go like way too far back and then they use the same go back in time spell to go back to the future yeah yeah it's a it's just a time travel spell uh, and it appears that you have to think of when you want to go to or it will just take you five minutes back. <laughs> or uh, all the way back to the cavemen or time, all the way back to the cavemen which times. i just want to point out that there were cavemen in halloween town <laughs> the cavemen settled halloween town and that's there that's great there's that's like really, a whole history you could write this book. i am really going to do it a hundred percent do it um i don't know what i want this to i know yeah i'm trying to think 
Did anything really speak to you? I Maybe guess, the disappearing door? Mm-hmm. I guess I wanted as much as the speeding up montage scene, <laughs> which was classic. <laughs> um, what about Gort's pet cockroach? Oh my god. <laughs> I was physically repulsed by that. I know it's an animatronic, and I was still horrified. Do you remember it, Keen? I don't actually. Okay. She, she, uh, uh, Marnie's looking through just stuff. They're trying Mm -hmm. to find the book or the scrap of paper. I don't remember because they lose two fucking things in that house. I know. Um, we're in Gort's house a lot. And then, and then he's like, "If you lose it here, well, it's gone." (laughs) Yeah. Could have told us before, uh, maybe yep. about that. Would have been an interesting. I wouldn't have just set this paper down if I. Had she helped. also could have just remembered the spell that she said right, many, many times, times over and over again mm. without looking at the book when she did it those times. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Anyway, she she turned something up, and there's a huge roach, but a, a fake an right, animatronic yeah. roach that Gort picks up and holds like a yeah, baby. I mean, like and he's like oh, I think I do remember that. And it's that. making yep, little yep. like bug noises. Uh, and then he's like, okay, but you gross. play nice. And puts it back down on the ground. Wow. <laughs> Gort is, and, and we haven't talked yeah. about Gort enough because he's an overall incidental, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. He's, he's fun. He's he, a treasure in this movie. Yeah, he's he is. fun, but he is really unessential to the story. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when she keeps trying the Welsh spell, but for whatever reason, she's saying, like, English words, and you're like, obviously, that's not the spell, because you're saying, like, Bener- Benedict Cumberbatch or whatever. You know, yeah. like, just, not, just like, words. It's like, you're not even trying, and he's like stupid he's, bitch. He's covered, in, <laughs> he's covered in flowers, and he's holding, like, six garden gnomes, and he's like, maybe you should stop. <laughs> like he's like we should stop trying that one it's pretty funny <laughs> it was frustrating at the time because you're like this is just for comic relief to like yeah to 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 kill time i think also they need to like keep moments light because they don't want kids will respond to the tone yeah so if they can yes. if, if it gets too dark the kids will understand that mm-hmm. it's like maybe i should be worried whereas if you keep it light they they understand yes. that like okay they can't be in that much trouble because they're it's yeah. funny. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. It's, yeah. It's not like a classic Disney movie where right. you're absolutely terrified the entire time. Yes. <laughs> now they've figured out that that's not you such a great idea. probably go up and down <laughs> yeah, maybe instead of like the rescuers, have, have which is, some, yeah. Just yeah. Do for life. I was yeah. thinking of like Pinocchio. Oh my God. Uh, yes. Yeah. Where the whole movie is terrifying. <laughs> They even yeah. had it like figure. They didn't. They didn't crack it for for a while. Yeah. You know, they're intended. Toy Story one. It took a long yeah. time. <laughs> it took a long time before things were. Toy Story one is so scary. Yeah, <laughs> it's very scary. Yeah. I don't think Toy Story two is that scary. It's just tense. It's not yeah. scary. It's complicated. It's complicated. Yeah. Like the eighties ones, like the Fox and the Hound, yeah. is pretty scary. Yeah. yeah. That's what, that's what I say with the rescuers because they're mice mm-hmm. and they're they're so fragile. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you ever see a show it was called Basil the Great Mouse Detective, but here it was just the Great Mouse oh, Detective. I did, yeah. I've never seen um, the Great Mouse Detective, but a lot of people really like it. It's their favorite Disney it's, movie. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's basically Sherlock Holmes right. with mice and rats. <laughs> right. Um, and it's very scary. Mm-hmm. And Vincent Price plays this terrifying rat named Radigan <laughs> who, right. who tries to kill the queen She's like Queen Victoria as a mouse. Like. Oh, I wondered if it was the queen, the human queen, or the. No, it's the her queen. as a mouse. That's yeah. amazing. Um, 
It's a classic, but it's um, very scary. <laughs> even the Wind in the Willows ride, like at Disneyland, has Mr. Toad go to hell. It does. Yep, <laughs> it does. It is a wild ride. That is for it sure. Is wild. Well, all of the Fantasyland rides at Disneyland are pretty scary. Yeah. It's, it's like Snow White scary adventures because mm-hmm. it's just the queen as the witch the whole time. Yeah. And then it's Pinocchio and it's like, oh, I'm going to have a real boy. And then he immediately goes to Pleasure Island where it's Tara's own. <laughs> no, he gets kidnapped by the like, the guy... What's his name? Stromboli. Oh, and then yeah. he escapes that we're in Pleasure Island. And it's just like, this is fucking terrifying. And I'm a full adult. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Winnie the Pooh and the blustery day. Yeah. That's a horrifying story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. Well, I mean, fairy tales were specifically designed Mm -hmm. to scare children into doing the right thing. Elephants and Woozles isn't... So Disney used to have a thing called Disney's Halloween Treat, and they would play... It was from the 80s. Mm -hmm. And Elephants and Woozles was in it, because it's so frightening. Because they're horrifying. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Along with, like, much scarier... (laughs) Well, and if you ever watched Fantasia, like, half of Fantasia is terrifying. Yeah. I never finished that as a kid. Yes. No. Why? How could you? I used How to watch it a, a lot, child. but the, the like devil guy oh would my God, always be the one that got Mountain. me. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the one where the where the, the old mill. I did not like the old mill because mm. the old mill gets like torn apart and you're afraid the animals are gonna die. Mm. It's like a bunch there's like birds in a nest that are go they're going around this thing and they're getting crushed. And everybody's fine, but I didn't watch it. I never watched it. I feel like the kids these days mm-hmm. are very sheltered in that sense. Like, cause I would yeah. have still watched it, I would just close my eyes through the scary bits yeah. and then come back. I try to make like when I babysit the kids, I'm like they're like, I'm scared and I'm like, but you know it's gonna be okay. Like it's gonna yeah, be Yeah, they you know, always have a happy ending. Yeah. Like I'm like, you guys are so fucking stupid. Like yeah. it's gonna it's be like... fine. It's a kids movie. Nothing's <laughs> going to happen. Dumb idiot. I think I may have told the story once before on this podcast, but when I had I was like forced to babysit this like three-year-old when my parents had people over for dinner one time and I played I was like okay well I'll play them Blinky Bill which is this Australian cartoon thing of like a koala who has a bunch of other Australian animal mm-hmm. friends mm-hmm. but I hadn't seen the movie in a very long time and mm-hmm. I forgot that the opening of the movie is their entire home is burned down mm-hmm. and Blinky Bill gets caught in a flash flood <laughs> taken away from his home <laughs> and this kid just had a meltdown yeah. watching that and yeah. I was like oh. yeah. I was like this is why you don't make me the babysitter <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> I'm going to make mistakes because I was like 12 at the time yeah. or something and I'm That's like something. I don't know <laughs> let's um stop recording yeah probably. okay okay um great nope. well, Eric do you have anything to plug um no homos coming back in October, so keep yeah. an eye out for that. Great, great. That sounds awesome. Yeah, very cool. Great podcast. Yeah, excellent. Um, Follow us on Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, Facebook. You can get this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends if you have any requests or comments or anything. Email us at talkingaboutthed at gmail When you said tell your friends if you have, I thought you were going to say if you have any. Yeah. <laughs> If you have any friends. Because it's clearly only loners that listen to this one. <laughs> we wouldn't be surprised to learn that that was the case. Um, 
you know, just put this on for your cat when you go away. Yeah. Whatever. He'll enjoy it. Whatever gets us those listens. Yes, please. (laughs) Even if it's cat listens, we don't care. Rate and review us. Mm -hmm. All that jazz. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank you for hosting. Thank you for hosting. You're also. welcome. <laughs> and thank Eric for coming here. Yes, indeed. Guesting. Yeah, guesting. Guesting. Yes. All right. All Goodbye. right. Bye. Bye.